Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If marriage with me is so hard then why even continue any kind of relationship with me after this? If we got a divorce, right, then we wouldn't be married anymore. So then we would be in a different circumstance. So we see how, what happens then. That's why. I can't! I can't! I can't! I'm sorry! I can't! Yo! Like, I can't make this up! He literally just said, like, oh, it would be in a different circumstance. My issue is this reaction. This has been my issue since day one. And I'm literally like, there is no way this is happening to me. Like, this cannot be real. So whether we're married or not, why would we even be in a relationship? Because I am still me. Inner me is just like, Zach, why are you here? I'm starting to get mad. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, Married at First Sight Edition. We hear that? Hurricane K is coming, you guys. Officially, she has officially made touchdown in Houston. We Yikes! <laughs> Let's just talk about it. So, you know, typically... In our retreat, our, you know, last dance before the decision day vacation, couples vacation, um, it, you know, in, in recent memory, in past seasons, it usually hasn't been quite so, uh, explosive and, um, uh, shocking and, um, honestly funny me um so this was a, a welcome change uh, i don't know if it was uh healthy or necessary for everyone but it was different 
and it certainly gave me a lot to talk about. So let's get into it. Um, we start off with Johnny and Bao. Obviously, they're in hell. In a confessional, Bao says that she's excited to go on the retreat to see the couples, but Johnny, um, not so much. So they get there. They realize they're like at some point supposed to pick out a bedroom. So this comes up later. Um, and we'll talk about that with Brett and Ryan. Uh, speaking of on the night of the, excuse me, not on the night of on the way there on the ride there, uh, Brett talks to Ryan about the very interesting conversation she had with sister robot the night before. And, um, how she tells Ryan that Robot told her that she feels like there was an abrupt change because of what Ryan was telling her after the wedding, during the honeymoon, and now it seems just very different. So she thinks that there might be another distraction, possibly in the form of another woman. Ryan has uh, kept his eyes on the road just laser focused on that road uh <laughs> as as brett is admitting this and you could tell he was like oh fuck how do i get out of this um wish i had a snickers right now so his response is a little it is a lot telling it was a little edgy and he says how did you even get into a conversation like that is that your response to, I think you might be having a check on the side? A little sneaky link? How did you have a conversation like that? I don't know. Ask your sister. She's the one who told me. How did your sister get into a conversation like that? What does she know, Ryan? What does she know? I've been saying that Robot has been throwing Ryan under the bus for the since we met her. And like, are they friends? Do they like each other? They seem very close. They seem like they lived together at some point as adults, which would denote a choice. Um, but she ha does not hesitate to throw him under the bus. And I'm not sure why. <laughs> like, it's very funny and entertaining to me. But she also just does not fuck with Ryan. It's fascinating. But anyway... Um, Brett mentions that she had heard some things about how Ryan wanted to have a conversation with her about just wanting to be friends. And he gets kind of an attitude and he's like, well, I already told you that, you know, like I told you if it didn't work, then, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And he says something like, I don't know that everything that has to be said, like, I don't know that everything has to be said. I don't necessarily feel the need to say all of the things when my actions have been doing that. So he's saying, I've been treating you like I don't really fuck with you. So I don't really know why you're making me or feeling, putting me in a position where I have to say that out loud. <laughs> and see, this is why I don't like him. Like, how can you be mad at her for wanting you to be more communicative and you being like, well, I'm showing you. <laughs> no. That's not how that works, sir. Moving on to Zach and Michaela. Zach's at the apartment. He's waiting for Michaela to come back so they can ride together. So since their last fight, another moment in which we don't see on camera, Zach tells us that they have resolved their issue. And, you know, even still, Michaela's still out of the house, but they talked about it and things were like, okay, right? So like I said, she's on their way to come to the house so they can ride together. And Zach says that he hopes that the first time he sees Michaela again, that she apologizes for what happened. So 
when you have this conversation and you're telling us that everything is okay, why are you now hoping that she apologizes to you? That would denote that things are not okay, Zach, are they? Clearly, Zach is still in their feelings, in his feelings. So on their way to their retreat, they stop by at some like lavender farm to walk around and talk. Michaela says that she spoke to her sister and Zach's brother. And it really seems like they are, have been using their siblings and each other's siblings as like proxy therapists, friends, um, just like relationship navigators toward, for their marriage. And Michaela just says like she needed her space, but now she's in a better place to figure out what triggers her and that ultimately communication with them is going to be key. Zach asks if they can get over it. Michaela says, I think so. They then go feed some goats. They go bond over feeding the goats. And then Zach tells Michaela, we're going to be sharing a bedroom. So great. Okay. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) Moving on to Mirla and Gil. They get to the house. Pretty much everybody's there at this point. Hype is there. Hype the dog is there. um, Because Zach's uh, babysitter fell through. And... Mirla's not feeling this. <laughs> Mirla trips on the way in the front door, um, you know, instantly. And then she tells us, she tells producers to not run that. And then they do, of course. But she's, you know, not feeling it. She says, I found this very shocking that she had never been on a trip like this before. That is wild to me. Maybe because, I don't know. Like, I just have like a close-knit set of friends. So... If there's a wedding or whatever, like we'll try to get together or a lake house trip or whatever. I've had these these types of trips and I'm somewhere between Mirla and Gil in terms of introvert and extrovert. I am what's known as the extroverted introvert. Gil says these situations are really energizing towards him and he gets life and he's very extroverted. And I get that, but I also get Mirla. Like I'm like that with my friends, but, and I can be very friendly towards people and I can be what appears to be extroverted, but I don't get energy from that situation. There's a time where I need like get away, <laughs> like my own space. Um, even for like my very closest best friends, like we can chill, but like, I still need, you know, maybe I'll go to bed 15 minutes earlier or whatever. Like I still need that space. I'm not nearly as extreme as Mirla because to have never even done, you've never had a girl's trip where you guys go to the Bahamas or Jamaica or whatever. I, I don't know. She says the accommodations are fine. But she would have rather that they had individual cabins, which I I imagine was uh, her thinking that because last season, right, in New Orleans, they all had their individual cabins. And she just feels like this is very dorm-like. Now, when we see the setup of the bedrooms later, I can't help but disagree or I can't help but agree with her, but the accommodations were perfectly fine and... I I think Mirla is somebody who just needs to get it out and then she's okay. But I understand how like the fact that she needs to get it out and the fact that Gil has to be the recipient of her complaints is annoying to him. And I totally understand. Anyway, at this point, everybody's trickled into the house. They all sit down for dinner. Bao says that she was the head chef. Now, far be it for me to want to 
<sighs> side with Johnny. However, I do feel like Bao was being a little bit of an exaggerator when she said, is an exaggerator a word? It probably isn't. Bao was exaggerating a little bit when she said that she was going to be the head chef for this dinner. But all I saw her do was, uh, you know, boil some noodles and put a already pre-made, uh, you know, those packs of salads that are already, they have like the dressing and the croutons, you know, you just put it, you just put it in a bowl and it looks like you did everything. That's all I saw her do. Now, Jose, they had chicken. Jose was the one who was on the grill. So really you might have to give it up to Gil or, uh, Jose for, um, for really making their meal. Anyway, um, uh, somebody asks how everybody's doing. Mirla says, well, Gil and I are getting a divorce <laughs> and everybody's like, okay, well, let's wait for this joke because we know it's not going to happen. She says, uh, Gil wants eight children. And so she's filing for divorce. <laughs> and then Zach says that with him and Michaela, the past few days have been interesting, but they're in a better space now. So when they get to Johnny and, and, uh, bow, Johnny says, you know, and Gil says, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, Johnny says, you know, things have been bumpy between them and that he was going into this weekend on some like posy vibes kind of wave. Ryan says, Johnny, you're not alone. We're also going through stuff. And Michaela just suggests to everybody, which was a good suggestion for those of you guys who are struggling, I just recommend that you guys be radically honest, honest to the point where you need to be unapologetic about that because I get the sense that you guys are trying to, uh, you know, preserve the other person's feelings, but by getting it out there, it might help because that person could take it in, process it. Maybe they'll have more questions. Maybe not, but just let it out, which is fair. It's fair. So then later, Johnny, everybody's, uh, you know, having, they're sitting outside around the fire. Johnny surprises Brett with uh, cookies with like bones on them. They're human cookies, but they're dog-like in theme. And he says, you know, we just wanted to know that you've been think we've been thinking about you. We care about you. They got some sparklers to commemorate Baxter and, uh, you know, even Ryan in a confessional is talking about how he grew fond of Baxter and how he knows how upset that Brett is and how he wishes he could be more of a support to her. Then just be a support to her, Ryan. Like she's not going to shut you down. She knows that out of anybody in this group, you had an, a relationship with Baxter too. So just do it. What is he so afraid of? <laughs> like, and have your actions showed that you are supporting her in this time? I don't know. I don't know. We have not he heard him say anything about Baxter, except for when his dog went ham on some, uh, you know, morning flowers that she found on the kitchen table. So I don't, he's straight. He's weird. He's weird. The ball is straight, man. Anyway. Um, Brett says, you know, thank you to everybody, even though you guys don't really know me that well, or we haven't known each other that long. All of you guys have reached out to me and I really appreciate that. And, you know, a couple of them are like, yeah, we know that this has been a hard time for her in her relationship and with Baxter. So she's not really had that time to process and, and we want to honor that. And I thought that was really nice of them. So 
Then everybody goes to bed except for Johnny and Bao and Brett and Ryan. And they're still sitting around the fire and Johnny asks them where they're going to be sleeping that night. And Brett's like, oh, I'm not sure. Honestly, I haven't even checked out the rooms yet. Ryan says something about how he doesn't mind sleeping with Brett. Now, we remember that he had made up all these lies about how he couldn't sleep in the room with her and then how he couldn't sleep on the couch. And he was trying to sleep on the couch as some sort of in between to honor whatever weird relationship is in their mind. But, you know, oh, Lord, I just like, I don't know how much longer I can go without sleeping. So Brett was like, OK, go to the other room. And he's like, OK, bye. So now he's saying I have no problem sleeping with Brett. Of course, naturally, Brett feels some type of way about that. And she's like, yeah, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> and in a confessional, you could just tell that she's annoyed. And she says she's annoyed with, especially with Ryan's lack of communication. And is generally confused about him saying, oh, we can share a room like that's normal for them. She's like, what do you think we're going to do? We're going to have a sleepover? Like, am I going to sleep in the bed? You're going to sleep on the floor? What's happening? So... Bao tells them that there is an additional bedroom. So they decide to, I guess the women share. I don't know. It ends, it ends up that Brett, Brett's ass ends up right on the couch where he belongs. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> At one point, Bao makes mention about how she's not happy about the sleeping arrangement, specifically not being able to sleep with Johnny and how they've, gone back and reverted to level one to base camp one in terms of their intimacy. And I just like, girl, take the W. I can't even imagine why you'd want to have any form of intimacy with Johnny at this point. Work girl. And you can sleep in that bed and you don't have to take any showers. Just like live your best little pig pen life, girl. Like, don't worry about that. Don't be mad about that. Take, take the W bow, please. So then Brett and Bao go to bed. Johnny and Ryan hang out in the kitchen for a little bit. And in a confessional, Johnny says that his plan for the weekend is to spend the least amount of time possible with Bao because he doesn't want to get in a fight with anybody or in front of everybody and that he just wants to have fun. Ryan says that he's frustrated now because he had made a promise to Dr. Pepper that he was going to put more effort in. But now he's doing that. And now that he's doing that, Bao, Brett is pulling away and he just wishes that he had been more vocal about his expectations for the weekend. And maybe it wouldn't have changed her mind about their sleeping arrangements, but who's to say? Maybe it would have, wouldn't have hurt, you know? You know, <laughs> I'm so frustrated with him. He's so... Ugh. Ugh. He's exhausting. Ryan is exhausting to me. And I'm glad. I'm glad that I said right from the beginning that I did not like him because I saw how this was going to go. You guys, let's just have this like real conversation. Let's have some real talk with Cara Berry right now. It is not okay to be the quote unquote nice person if your way of being the quote unquote nice person, nice guy in Ryan's case, is by not communicating. Because this is what happens. And now you want a cookie and a gold star because Dr. Pepper basically made you realize what a fuckboy you are. Now that you've de you've decided you want to try, Brett's just supposed to happily go along with it. And now you're feeling some type of way because she didn't. 
Is that fair to her? No, it is not, sir. No, it is not. Especially when you don't even communicate to her that you are going to put more of an effort in. Don't you think even that sentence would have helped? <laughs> why, why would she think that anything would be different with you now, Ryan, if you haven't said a GD thing? Ugh. The next day, everybody has lunch. I was very confused about the food because Michaela and Zach were, it seemed like they had put the couples, each couple in charge of a meal. So Michaela and Zach were in charge of lunch and they were did like a taco thing. Some people were eating tacos, but then a bunch of people got some like uh, barbecue burgers or whatever, because I guess Ryan had lived maybe 15 minutes or grew up 15 minutes away from the place that they're staying now. So he says that he always goes there when he's close by. So half of these people were eating tacos. Half of these people were eating burgers, which looked good as hell, by the way. I bet Texas has some good meat. I didn't even think about that. It's just straight from the ranch meat. Ugh. Mm, okay. Anyway, um, so at one point, Zach asks Gil and Mirla if, if they're, like, sleep compatible. And they're like, no. <laughs> Mirla... Full stop is like, full disclosure, I will move squirmy wormy my way around the bed. No problem. Gil says, I can go to sleep in one position and wake up in that one position. Mirla will wake up or go to sleep in one position and she'll wake up like the jump man, like, <laughs> like, like the Michael Jordan symbol. And they just laugh. And that was funny. That was an actually funny one, Gil. Um, so then... The wives and the husbands separate after lunch. And Brett asks the wives if there are any questions leading up to their, to their decision day. Michaela brings up how the night before she had told everybody at dinner about how it's important to be brutally honest. And how she and Zach are now in this sort of I don't care area with each other. Not that they don't care about each other, but it's like... They're just mentioning it all. They're saying they're being very open and transparent with another. But that has made things actually better for them. So you think, Michaela, and that they're actually able now to have fun and be sarcastic with each other and get to that like kind of jokey way. Bao says that it sounds like Michaela and Zach have found a way to compromise with each other. And that in a way, she's a little bit jealous because she wants that for herself. Well, <laughs> if the rumors are true... Guess you got that bow, didn't you? <laughs> so anyway, uh, Michaela says that she and Zach are almost like Godzilla versus King Kong. And that it takes one of them to call an almost ceasefire. And that's kind of where they're at now. They're at this, let's just be peaceful right now. So then Bao, who seems to have a lot of foresight, Maybe not foresight, but a lot of opinions and um, interest in Zach and Michaela's relationship, which seems very interesting given the potential rumors about Bao. I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who doesn't <clears throat> know, but if you want to know, I'm sure you could just look up like Married at First Sight Bao rumors. But anyway, um, she has a lot to say and she tells Michaela that she's almost a little bit jealous because the one thing that's missing, like if Michaela, Brett and Bao are all in bad situations in the marriage, the one thing that Michaela does have with Zach is that they trust each other because she doesn't have that with 
Johnny, and Brett does not have that with Ryan. And then Rachel talks about the importance of being of there being two people in a relationship and how she's been in situations where she is <clears throat> crazy about somebody putting herself out there for somebody who doesn't text her back or contribute in any way to the relationship and how the great lockout of 2021 was actually good because at first Jose was only getting the polite Rachel but now she will be very vocal about her feelings moving forward and that Jose might be upset but that's okay. Brett says that her relation style <clears throat> relationship style typically is when she gets into a relationship she is unapologetically herself warts and all a hundred percent but as soon as there's even a little bit of like rejection she tends to retreat retreat <clears throat> and Mirla in the background is uh nodding her head yes as well bow says that she's disappointed in her marriage but specifically she's disappointed in johnny and she can't help it she's irritated he says, I've been very patient with him in the face of meanness, but I've had enough. I got married because I wanted a husband and a life partner and a family. And I just replay our arguments over and over in my mind. And I think about whether or not I'm triggering him or if it's my fault that he's blowing up and being a big drama queen. And then I realized something and it was chilling. And then she goes on to say her parents had been married for 50 years. Good times bad times, everything in between. There were especially shitty times back in the day when she was growing up and she would remember a period where her father was being verbally abusive towards her mom and worse and that it spiraled and there was just like a very dark time in her childhood. And she always thought to herself as a kid, I'm never going to find myself in a situation like that. I'm never going to be treated that way. But reflecting on the past week that she had with Johnny, she realized that she did yield to him in a way and back down a bunch of times. And she did it in a way that she knows that her childhood self would not have done. And this was her aha moment to realize that she can't devalue herself anymore. And then she says, I came for here for marriage. I came here for love. And I'm not going to be here for a man who's not worth my time at this point. Brett is nodding that whole time and is like, yes, queen, I agree. I'm with you 100%. So then the guys talk. Zach's telling the guys about him deciding to sleep in his own bed since Michaela didn't want to share a room anymore. Which is not true. Right? <laughs> you didn't want to share any room anymore. And she told you to get your ass out. If you're not going to be here, then you're not going to be here. Right? You know what? I'm going to take that back. But it's still Zach's fault. Zach said that he didn't see a future in their marriage. And so she said, well, get out of my bed. And so he said, if I'm not going to share a bed with you, then I'm going to my bed. And she said, all right, well, get out then. I still think all roads lead to Zach. And I think Zach... <sighs> does not recognize what he does because Michaela ends up shooting herself in the foot by acting <clears throat> more bombastic and more volatile. And then all of a sudden he's the victim. So Johnny says, well, do you think that maybe Michaela didn't actually want you to leave? Do you think that maybe she wanted you to fight a little bit more? And 
Zach says, well, if she didn't want me to leave in the first place, like, or I think she didn't want me to leave in the first place. But my thing is, you should have told me. And if you had told me that I wouldn't have left. Where do we stand on this, you guys? Where do we stand? Because if you, if I'm looking through the lens of the show, it seems like this conversation, particularly because of this situation, keeps happening a lot of, she said you should leave, but we know that women tend to not really mean that when they say that, right? So, yeah, I mean, ultimately, the most mature thing is to communicate that I don't want you to leave, but also, we're in a marriage, so there should be the assumption that there isn't leaving, right? And this is why I'm really adamant about them not these cast members moving forward, not having such a open door policy, whether or not they're staying on the show or they're sleeping in the apartment. Most people don't have that luxury, right? <laughs> like most people, if you're married, if we're doing this real, this real marriage simulation, if you get in a fight with somebody, you can't leave. Of course, if it gets like to a point where you need to leave or think, you know, people cooler heads are not prevailing, then sure. But we're talking about a situation where she was clearly hurt. He chose, in my mind, Zach chose to leave because he wanted to. I think he knew before he left that Michaela didn't want him to leave and he made that choice, right? And now he's trying to get off on, oh, well, she should have said that, which is not untrue. But I just feel like Zach doesn't tell the whole story to people and to himself. And I think that there are things where, you know, like we want to talk about avoiding situations. I think that there are a lot of things that Zach could be doing or not doing to deescalate situations. Now I'm not saying that Michaela is perfect. (laughs) Clearly I watched what happened, (laughs) but, but I just feel like, I don't know. I think Michaela gets a lot of the brunt of, uh, you know, judgment because she acts out, whereas Zach is very, like, quote-unquote mild-mannered and almost soft-spoken. And I just feel like, you know, he does a lot of things that are incorrect as well. Like, remember how Elizabeth and Jamie were during their season? Like, I know that they're on couples cam and apparently they're doing very fine now. But remember, like, let's really think how they were on their season where Elizabeth was the louder one, the more vocal one. And so she came off as like the wild one, whereas Jamie would do these things and he would mutter things under his breath and he would like gaslight her and be mean to her but then she ended up looking like the crazy one because she was the louder one y'all know what i mean anyway we're gonna dissect them much later so uh let's get into what else happened so ryan tells the guys that this was like the last hope this vacation this couple's retreat was going to be the last hope for them in his mind and that going into this weekend in his mind In his mind, he did not express this outwardly. In his mind, he was going into this weekend wanting to have a fresh start and a fresh location. But that bitch, Brett, can't read my mind. And she doesn't want to share a bed with me, even though we have not shared a bed in quite some time in real life. So Zach very wisely says, well, what would have been the difference between 
you not sharing a bed here and you not sharing a bed uh, at the apartment. And Ryan just kind of stares off into space and is like, well, I guess that's a good question. (laughs) And Zach's like, yeah. (laughs) So Johnny says that he and Bao also have an issue with like perception and he's realized that he's a lot more emotional than he thought he was. He thought he was like cool as a cucumber before. And I find that very hard to believe Johnny, but okay, let's move on to Mirla and Gil. Not really a whole lot to talk about them. They went on a horseback riding little excursion with each other. I think everybody probably expect Mirla to hate it, think it's dirty, not want to deal with the poop. The horse is too big. Couldn't be further from the truth. Actually, Mirla tells us that she would go back to her mom's hometown in Mexico and they would ride horses all the time. So she loves it. This is her thing. And Gil, however is trying to pretend like he's not afraid of this horse. He keeps referring to it as a a healthy fear (laughs) of the horse. Um, Can we talk about Gil's hat for a second? Like, what in the women for Trump (laughs) was that? That was a woman's red cowboy hat. Like, we know that, right? Now listen, break those gender norms, Gil. Like, I'm bashing right through. I I get it, but just giving, like... The hat was giving, I'm wearing this with a a top that comes with a cardigan, like a two-piece set. Um, She's got a fresh roll, freshly rolled hair under that. Just teased to the gods, hairsprayed boots, the whole thing. It was just very funny. Like, (laughs) it was like that episode of The Office where um, Michael Scott wears a women's suit and he doesn't realize it but then everybody realizes that the buttons are on the other side (laughs) i love it so anyway when they finish their uh little excursion they sit down and they're always like that was great it was so fun i just wish you know but i wish we could have gone longer and she said something else and gil's like acting like she just burst his bubble and he's like well every time with you it's like a butt or this, or I just wish that you could enjoy the moment without there being a butt at the end. And then Gil basically tells her that she sounds like a brat who <laughs> was perpetually unhappy. And you could tell that Mirla did not like to hear that. And it rubbed her the wrong way. But she says, I receive it. <laughs> when Gil asks her if she hurt, if he hurt her feelings. In a confessional, Mirla says that she doesn't mind. She's like, I can't change overnight, but I need him to communicate these things because I don't know. If he doesn't tell me, I don't know. And I'm just walking around here, pissing him off, annoying him, offending him until he expresses it to me. And once he does, I can change. She says, I have no problem with it. You can say what you need to say. Mirla, Mirla is not getting a divorce, y'all. Like, let's just be very clear. (laughs) She is not letting this man go. And she will do what she's got to do to keep him. That is abundantly clear to me. We don't even need to see their clips on Decision Day. Mirla is not divorcing this man, okay? Not happening. Our next scene has Brett and Ryan, Johnny and Bao going skeet shooting. You know, uh, speaking of outfits, Johnny has on some sort of full-on kind of Waylon Jennings uh 
Walmart kid outfit and <laughs> he is like boots. He is cowboy boots, okay? But he I don't know why, because he doesn't go skeet shooting. He sits in that golf cart the entire time with Brett, who also doesn't want to do it because this is not her thing. Um, Bao, however, is totally game to do it. Ryan's a little bit upset because he thought that this was going to be a moment that he and Brett could bond. Of course, he does not express this to Brett, but <clears throat> I bet he's going to be upset about it with her anyway. And Johnny says that he, you know admires that Bao does like to try any and every new thing. Um, he's not going to like do anything with her and he hates her and he thinks she's ugly. And he like doesn't get why 15 years ago, she didn't understand that he didn't want a second date, but he does appreciate that she tries new things. She's adventurous. Great. So Johnny and Brett have a little conversation sitting in the golf cart and Johnny asks Brett how she's feeling. And she says that she's disappointed and that she's sure Ryan is too. But then Johnny says that in the beginning of his relationship, he and Bao had all of these deep conversations, but like now they ultimately don't really trust each other. And Brett says she and Ryan are always civil, which is like the opposite of what Johnny has going because it's almost like they don't have any conversation at all. Like you and Bao are having a wealth of conversation. We're basically like the royal family we're pretty much not talking to each other <clears throat> so johnny asks brett what the best case scenario in her mind will be for her and ryan at this point and she just says we i just want us to be more open and communicative and say how we really feel and even though i feel like i've made strides in trying to do that i think ryan doesn't really want to go there so after that Brett and Ryan have their own sit down and Ryan asks Brett what she thinks the best plan is for them moving forward. So Brett says to her, she just, she, there's a part of her that wants to see if there's a connection between them, but Ryan's actions say that he doesn't want to try, even though his words might say that he does. And then Brett says that when Ryan says he had no problem sleeping in the same bedroom at her, she was like, what? And in a confessional, Brett says that Ryan gave her all these excuses about not wanting to sleep with her. She took that personally and <clears throat> she tries to get him to understand how it makes no sense, how he only now wants to share a bedroom with her now that they're on vacation. And Ryan says, well, I was trying to be an adult about it, but clearly that wasn't my best option. <laughs> no, you were trying to, I'm so sick of him. <laughs> what I think he was trying to do is like, okay, if I, if we share a bedroom, that's seven less questions that I could potentially get asked by Brett or anybody else. It's all about perception. It's all about how it appears. So he can get away and do the minimum and not have to deal with the reality of the situation. He really is so annoying. <laughs> He's so annoying. Because, you know what, then he even goes so far as to say that Brett was causing a scene by not wanting to share a bedroom. No the hell she wasn't. She just said, uh, no, we're not going to share a bedroom because it's, I mean, she didn't say this, but it was bullshit. Like, don't play happy family with me now that everybody's looking. 
Because when everybody's gone, you're sitting there on that couch with your deep ass eye bags, not communicating with me. So, yeah. Brett understandably gets very frustrated with him trying to, like, blame her because all of a sudden he decided to be nice with her. And she says, you know, this is kind of like the reason why we can't have a conversation. Because if I call you out on anything, you take it as a negative. And so Brett tries to lay it all out on the line. And she says that if you have a boundary, I will respect that. I will respect that to the point where it's cutting into my self-worth and my best interests. So Ryan, when you asked me for space and time and to not share a bedroom with me, I gave that to you. Okay. (laughs) No holds barred, but eventually I'm going to break down. And at this point I'm broken. The Brett says that she's done everything in her power to be open, to be sweet, to be the kind of wife that she wants to be. And under his breath, Ryan says, yeah, I've, I admit I haven't been a lot of those things. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, When it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. So then Ryan says that if he could change anything, he would do away with the expectations that his actions are expressing what he thinks because people need different things and he doesn't know what the right thing to do is this point at this point. So Brett says the right thing to do is what you feel. And so in a confessional, Ryan says that he's still, you know, kind of pensive or whatever, but He's happy that he got matched with a really wonderful person and that he really wants a marriage to work. This marriage, I'm not sure, but he wants marriage to work. 
So after Brett and Ryan finish talking, Michaela and Zach have a one-on-one sit-down conversation. And Michaela asks Zach what a good marriage to him is like. He says that to him it involves being happy a lot of the time. (laughs) Is that all the answer you can give me? (laughs) What is a good marriage to me? Is me being happy a lot of the time? Do you care to be a little bit more specific than that, Zachary? (laughs) Lil' help? This is, in my belief, as a meteorologist, is the beginnings of where Hurricane K started. Okay? So, Zach says that he feels like the one thing he can say is that his feelings have been consistent the entire time. Michaela makes a face that I know. I know very well. Um, The raised eyebrows. The eyes itself that are a little bit open a little bit more open than they would be normally the discovery of okay so i'm dealing with a man who's lost his mind consistent feelings okay so i'm just gonna entertain him okay Mm-hmm. he's gonna have no idea that when i'm agreeing with him i'm actually being incredibly sarcastic because that was some bullshit okay zach you've had consistent feelings okay Okay. Well, then Zach says he feels like Michaela has been fluctuating. And she says, well, yeah, because I'm the only one trying to do something, make something better between us. So then Zach starts to interrupt her. And she's like, no, 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 for real. Week two, you were the one who shut this down. And if you have been consistent in your feelings since week two, then I would really like to know how it is that you've tried. (laughs) So then Zach gets frustrated and he's like, well, you know, if you haven't seen how much effort I put in by now, then you just aren't going to. And then Michaela says, okay, again, we already know what's going to happen with us. We've already decided what the end goal is going to be. So in a confessional, Zach tells us that they've had yet another off camera conversation in which he and Michaela decided that they were going to get a divorce on decision day and then maybe think about circling back and seeing if they could restart things after the experiment. So it sounds like at some point they talked about how the show was affecting their relationship. And then once the cameras went away, maybe they could figure something out as if the show is the problem. (laughs) Okay, Zach. (laughs) Um, So Michaela says maybe the marriage was more, Maybe like marriage in general is more than we expected. And we both have some more internal work to do. And Zach says, no, I disagree because I didn't think that marriage was going to be more thought, more work than I thought it would be. Marriage is with you is more work than I thought it would be. That's a big difference. So I just, <laughs> then he says, I just want to be clear. I just want to make sure that we're clear on that. I understand that marriage is hard work because But that's because of our situation, not because of marriage, the title, marriage in general. Y'all see what I mean? Like, you just told her (laughs) that you want to divorce her with the idea that you potentially see where things go along the line after the cameras go away. But now you're telling her. That marriage is not hard. 
being married to her and being in a relationship with her is what's making it difficult. That he could do this easy breezy, beautiful bad bitch if he had been linked to any, or he had been matched with anybody else. So what do you think, audience, that that is a fair thing to say to somebody who you just said that you want to continue to be in a relationship. So he says things that fuck with her and they fuck with me too. Cause I'm like, what, <laughs> how, what is happening here? What is going on? I, I understand. I don't think she behaves well, but I understand how she gets so frustrated with him that it's like, where am I? Like if somebody's telling me, I don't see us being in a relationship. Why would I share a bedroom with you? I get that, Michaela. (laughs) And if you're saying that you want to make things work with me, but also that the relationship at its core is more difficult because you're being partnered with me, then what are we doing? (laughs) How do you still, how do you say those things and then still be like, oh, well, aren't we still working on a relationship? What? Now I have to say at this point that Michaela is actually cracking me up because they're sitting in this like outdoor furniture on a couch And they're sitting right next to each other. And and Zach is, his body language is denoting that he's having like an intense conversation with somebody. He's sitting at the edge of the couch. He's like, you know, leaning in. He's emoting. Whereas (laughs) Michaela (laughs) seems like she's just posted up. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Like, Her legs are spread. Her legs are up on the table. Her arms are spread up on the back of the pillows. She's just like chilling. And it's just so funny because I know she's pissed. (laughs) But clearly she has learned along the line to just like completely shut down and make it seem like she does not care at all. And it's so funny to me to see her be like, yeah, okay. Like she, when she gets mad, she just responds to him in a way that's like, they're having two different conversations. Like they're talking about like, maybe he's going through Uber Eats talking about what they can have for dinner. Whereas he's like, oh, I don't want to be married to you anymore. (laughs) She really makes me laugh. I should just say at this point, if it's not clear already, some of y'all are going to be mad at me because I'm not going to go as hard on Michaela as y'all think I should. Because I just find this so entertaining. But just, like, hear me out from my perspective and just see, like, at the end of the day, this is a show. And I got my little hee-hee-hees in all over this episode. So Michaela says, all right, so let me ask you this. If marriage with me is so hard, then why are you interested in continuing any sort of relationship with me after this? So Zach says, well... I just feel like the divorce is going to put them in different circumstances so we can see what happens then. And Michaela gets up in the most dramatic way and was like, oh, I can't. I'm I'm sorry. Yo, 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 yo. No. Like, I can't with this dude. Dude, she does a full circle. <laughs> Screaming like, no, 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 no. Y'all, I cannot with this guy. And then she... <laughs> Zach's just sitting there like a bump on a log. And in a confessional... He says, you know, this is a sort of reaction that I can't deal with because I'm just like sitting here like this can't be real. (laughs) And so so Michaela says, okay, circumstance or not, why would we continue to be a relationship? Because I'm still going to be me. Like, (laughs) what do you mean? 
Zach starts to get annoyed and basically is like, we already had this conversation last night. So like, what's changed now? And Mikhail's like, no, no, no. You're basically just saying that us not being married is going to change the person that I am. So then <laughs> Michaela says, answer the question yes or no. Are you ready for marriage? Zach says yes. Michaela says, are you ready for marriage with me? Zach hesitates and says, in this process, absolutely not. And so when, and then he says that he's been ready for marriage since he was 17. But am I ready for marriage with Michaela Imani Clark? No. And then Zach says, I have no more energy or time to spend. And Michaela says, well, then go. Get up and go. So he walks back into the house and we can hear him say, damn, I can't hate that. I can't stand that bitch. (laughs) So why are you trying to be in a relationship with her after the show? What do you mean? (laughs) If you can't stand her now, how do you think you're going to stand her without anybody around? See, this is what I mean. Like, I'm with you, Michaela. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Why do you want it? Why? It doesn't. Again, I don't think he really wants to be with her. I think this is a nice guy thing. And like, if that's what you're doing, don't be nice. Like, because it's confusing and it's weird. And I think he does not really see a future with her. But I think he wants to be nice and be like, oh, we'll just see, like, throw a bone at her for vague chance of the future together. So she won't beat me up now (laughs) like I don't know what it's weird it's weird just be honest and then she wouldn't have to run around and do circles like Jack doing a curtsy around this farm screaming yo what is wrong with this dude you know (laughs) she's a runner she's a track star and that's really on you Zach that's really on you so after that Bao and Michaela sit down and Michaela's crying she's wiping away tears Bao asks what happened and Michaela says, well, last night Zach told me that he wasn't ready for marriage and that he has to work on himself and that's why he's not ready. See, another reason to be frustrated. (laughs) If he told her, if what she's saying is true and that he just made it, put it all on himself and was like, I need to work on myself and that's why I'm not ready. Then why in front of the cameras are you saying you're just not ready for, you've been ready, (laughs) but you just weren't ready for me. Rude, even more rude. Ooh. Rude Jude. So Bao says, well, I thought you guys had like an understanding and, you know, Michaela in a confessional says, we told everybody, when we told everybody last night that we were good, I thought we were in a good space. But I think Zach may have not been telling the truth because his behavior is very different than what we talked about before. So Michaela says, So this morning, he now remixes the story saying that he was in fact ready for marriage, but wasn't ready to be married to me. And Bao says, honestly, I think that maybe your egos are getting in the way. And when love is in the picture, I just don't think that you should let it, you know, get get in the way. So then she says, I think if, if you need more, I think you should share that. But I don't think that you should punish Zach for not being ready. You guys might not be in the same time frame, but if he's loving you, then you guys are a lot farther than the re- a lot of us. So, you know, think about that. So Michaela says to Bao that she has abandonment issues and that Zach knows that. And Bao says, okay, but he's still in a relationship. So why are you pushing him away? The easy thing is to quit. The harder thing is to work at it. So Michaela kind of looks off and she thinks about it. 
She hugs Bao and says, thank you. Later, the house has this, like, kind of dance party kickback sort of thing. And Michaela says that she listened to what Bao said and that she's not going to continue to self-sabotage. And she wants to try and be better because if she and Zach really love each other, then they should be able to make it work. Then the group plays Married at First Sight, most likely to blah, blah, blah. I don't care for these games. I don't really, I don't want to play them in my real life. Certainly don't want to watch them on TV. But the one thing that I found to be a standout, which was the question of who is the most petty. So this wasn't just like you answered about your partner. It's like everybody answers for who in the group they think is most petty. So most people answered Michaela and Gil says, yeah, you really seem like you're calculated. Like you're the type of person who will take a batteries out of a smoke detector, like that sort of thing. Like when you're, when your petty faucet is on, it, it goes deep. It goes real deep. Michaela thinks this is so funny. She's like, Gil, you are right, sir. I took that agitator right out of somebody's dishwasher one time. Don't play with me. You, you got it. You got me, dude. She is having so much fun reading herself for being a, a psycho ex-girlfriend. Zach is like, oh, I hate this. I hate that she's saying this. I hate that she's loving it. I hate her <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so after that, Michaela and Zach are in bed and Michaela asks him what he thought about the day. Zach says that the conversation that they had earlier was unacceptable to him. And then Michaela says, I thought we were having a good time earlier. I had a great conversation with Bao. Zach keeps making these vague allusions to him being upset about something and how something came up and he didn't like it. It was something that he liked. And Michaela's like, okay, well, what was it? <laughs> because I haven't done anything since the last time we got into an argument. So what's going on? Zach says he doesn't want to talk about it. And she's like, okay, well, just go home then. <laughs> so she's like, honestly, I kind of wish I had driven myself because I had a feeling that you were going to do some shit like this. So now I got to figure out another way to go home because I don't want to ride back with you. Zach says, so you're not going to ride back with me tomorrow? Because if that's the case, then I'm going home tonight. And Kayla's like, good. Bye. Go home now. Bye. <laughs> so. Zach sits there for a second and Michaela's like, I don't know what the fuck happened tonight, but what made you say that you wanted to leave? So then I don't, I'm on the fence as to whether or not this actually happened, but Michaela tries to say that it was a misunderstanding that she thought Zach was threatening to leave earlier but it was a conversation as to, like, whether or not... I'm very confused. But she tried to say that she didn't really hear him right. And she's like, oh, if you wanted me to ride home with you tomorrow, I'll ride home with you. Like, no problem. But Zach could tell... Like, the Zach's reaction was like, oh, you're trying to get away with this right now. And, like, I'm just at a point where I'm done with this. So, like, I'm... I I gotta go. <laughs> so, at some point, Michaela gets really upset. There's, like... You don't have to worry about taking me back home. She calls her sister Sharifa and is like, hey, girl. Hey, sissy. Um, can you pick me up from wherever Texas tomorrow? Because Zach has a problem and I don't know what it is. <laughs> so Zach asks for the phone. So she hands it to him. Sharifa's like, what's going on? 
Zach says, we had a conversation today. It wasn't the best. I, I, you know, I just realized that I just kind of hit my limit and whatever. Like, Michaela's going to have a ride home. Don't worry about it. So (laughs) Michaela takes the phone back and she says, I'll call you. I'll call you if I need something. So Zach says, you realize that you just said you wanted to ride home with me like 10 minutes ago. And Michaela says, when the fuck did I say that? I wanted to ride back home with you. Cut to the editors saying, <laughs> literally, 10 minutes ago, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll ride home with you tomorrow. No problem. In a confessional, Zach says, him leaving the couple's retreat was him leaving a situation he didn't want to be in. He was just looking around, like, thinking, like, how did we get there? Because it's not what he wanted and what not what he expected the marriage to be. So at that point, Zach starts packing up his stuff and says... I just don't like how you made me feel right now because now I feel like shit and I don't feel like myself and it's because of you and it sucks. She's in the bed staring at him like, okay. (laughs) So then Zach says, I just have to like trust my heart and my mind right now that I need to remove myself from the situation. So Michaela very calmly says, I just don't want you driving in the country. It's dark. It's late. You know, it's not safe. You're upset. I'm upset. We're not thinking straight. Maybe you should at least take a nap and then go. But I think you should just go to sleep and we'll worry about it in the morning. Zach says, why do you think I'm not in my right mind? And she's like, listen, we're both tired. It's late. Personally, I'm telling you that I would prefer that you be safe and leave in the morning. And Zach says, I appreciate that. I really do. But I know that as soon as I get in my car to go home, I'm going to be like unbelievably happier than I am in this situation. (laughs) So... Then we see some conversation from behind the bedroom door. And Michaela is saying something about like, he, you can stay, you need to stay. And Zach's like, she's like, you can share the bed with me and you know, whatever. And Zach's like, it's not about being in the same bedroom as you girl. Like it's this is too much, dude. It's too much, dude. Like I can't do it. So it's, this is where I'm going back to Mirla complaining about the floor plan saying it was kind of like a dorm room. She was right. Because it seems like all the bedrooms are on the bottom floor in this section where it's almost like a courtyard where the bedroom doors are surrounding like the outer, but then there's like the square of space where there's like hype. The dog is, is sit sleeping there. There's like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Bookcases and whatever. It seems like there's like almost like a, I don't know, like a kid's playroom worth of area. And then the bedrooms are all on the outskirts of that. So you can hear everything. <laughs> I'm sure the, I'm sure the noise is awful. Um, but everybody, so Michaela and Zach were in bed. Bao was in bed in her room. And then everybody else we find out later was up, you know, kicking it and sitting by the fire. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. So Bao can clearly hear that they're like fighting, getting into it. So she opens her door and kind of peeks her head out. (laughs) And she watches the full show. She doesn't even pretend to act like she's not watching it. Like you couldn't even crack it a little bit to give him a little bit of privacy. Like you were like, oh girl, (laughs) what's good? Where's the popcorn? Producers? Wednesday intermission? Poor Hype is looking around like, I'm just trying to go to sleep. I'm with this woman who like only touches me with one finger at a time and tells me I'm slobbering. And now here, here you two come cutting up and fussing. Where am I? Where was my dog sitter? So Zach gets his bags. He's got a backpack and a rolling piece of luggage, right? So Zach starts to leave. He leaves. He gets into this like free space area. Michaela takes it from him and says, remember how I'm petty? Remember how I took those fucking spices out of the apartment? Right. Right. So then Zach goes back into the bedroom because she took his luggage. Michaela closes the door and what sounds like, and now this is a point where I'm like zero tolerance. This is not okay. What it sounded like, and based on context clues, it sounds like Michaela tried to push him or did push him onto the bed to keep him from leaving because he says something like, don't push me or like, this is too much or something. Bao is still watching. Hype is like, girl, what the hell's going on? And in a confessional, Bao says that she's shocked. She has never seen that side of either Zach or Michaela. She's never heard like, heard them yell like that before. She doesn't know what's going on. So like I said, the rest of the cast is outside. They're out by the fire. Zach tells them he's going to leave brett and rachel are like they could say the same thing like the michaela said like it's dark it's country roads like you know it's gonna take you a long time to get back you know it probably would be safer for you to say and zach says you know i would just really rather leave now so at that point michaela comes out and so does bow they're all everybody's outside michaela goes up to zach Bao puts her body in between them to try to, like, diffuse the situation. It didn't seem like Michaela was going to, like, hit him or anything. She, I, I don't know. She just put herself in between them, right? So, um, Michaela says, excuse me, at that point, Zach says, is there anything I can do to leave? Like, at this point, he's just, like, he's so upset that he's stuttering. Like, I just want to leave. Please just let me leave. I just want to get out of here. So at that point, it seems like we missed a couple minutes where Michaela was downstairs. Maybe she was talking to Bao and that Zach was getting talked down by uh, Ryan and somebody else. So it seemed like what we hear later is that they had tried to deescalate the situation. But then as soon as Michaela came out, it just made it worse and he just ran. So Ryan says something like, uh, what did he say? Like, you're not helping. Like, what you're doing, it's not helping. 
<laughs> and then Michaela turns to Ryan and tells him to get in the car with Zach. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll go. <laughs> He's like, just get in there with him then. If that's what you're going to say, then you just leave with him. <laughs> He's not your husband, ma'am. So Ryan's like, what do you want us to do? Like, get our, put our bodies under his tires. Like he's an adult. We were good until you came out. So you don't need to be yelling at me basically. <laughs> so then Michaela full on like full, like five alarm fire, ring the alarm. I, I, I could not believe this. Michaela runs back to the house. And she's going just like full on American gladiators, uh, ninja warrior. She is knocking every piece of furniture in her path. She is, she busts right through that door. Shocking that she didn't just knock the hinges off. She knocks over a full on bench and then a wooden stool. And then she's in the other room and knocking down or trying to knock down a ping pong table. She's pushing over the foosball table. We can only see these on the security cameras because clearly she's going so fast that the cameramen weren't able to follow her in real time. So she's just knocking shit over until she gets to her bedroom. The cameraman runs after to try and see what she's doing. As he's like going towards the room, you can hear her scream like, "Ah!" and then they get eyes on her and she's like, get out of here. The produ- there's a producer who's got her arms bear hugged around Michaela's waist. Michaela is acting like a uh, CT on the challenge when he wore Johnny bananas, like a backpack. You guys all know that scene where <laughs> he just like goes through with that man on his back. Like he's a child. Michaela is running towards that door. Like get out of here. She slams the door in front of the cameraman. We can't see her anymore. Wow. Probably the most explosive moment on Married at First Sight history in terms of uh, screaming, violence. Uh, yikes. Bad. Not good. Not good, guys. Not great. Not great at all. Not good. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. You all saw it. It was bad. It was real, real bad. So, Michaela, get it together, girl. So, that's the end of that night. <laughs> In a diary cram the next morning, Bao is telling us all what happened. So apparently, Michaela walked into Bao's room, got into her bed. She was really distraught about the situation. And she ultimately was like, I can't sleep. So her sister did come and pick her up. So Bao says, I just like, she acts like she's so emotionally invested. Like she's taking these this on. And she says, I just hope. That with the help of Dr. Pepper, Zach and Michaela can figure something out. <laughs> it's like, okay, girl. I mean, sweep around your own front porch, but I feel you. Um, so everybody sits down for breakfast the next day. Johnny's, I guess, he, Johnny also was not there. He was asleep, apparently. He was not around the fire. He has no idea what happened. He goes, hmm, I noticed there are eight of us and there should be ten. And Ryan says, yeah, well, there were ten and then there were nine and now there are eight now since the morning and he's like well, what happened so ryan says honestly i don't know what sparked it but it seemed like zach and michaela had a uh, lively conversation for what felt like a couple of hours zach tried to leave 
me and Bao tried to de-escalate the situation, which we kind of started to, but then Michaela came out and basically ruined it. And Ryan says he doesn't know how it goes from talking to so much ex- escalation. And Bao's like, yeah, it sounds like it happened is that they were going to go to bed. Zach said he was leaving. And then a couple other people were like, yeah, he did seem like he was in a bad mood. And then they do a flashback <laughs> to them at dinner. And Michaela, like Zach and Michaela are sitting next to the other. She's truly like genuinely not doing anything, just eating, minding her own business. She seems like her, she's in her own little world. And he is looking at her like side-eyeing the fuck out of her. Like, <laughs> like she was a true, like, look at this bitch. Like a bitch eating crackers. Like, just look at you eating. Disgusting. <laughs> what are you breathing now? Ugh. Blinking? Just get out of here. Like, he looked like he could, like, was, like, pissed to even be in her presence. Like, his skin was crawling. He looked disgusting. <laughs> Imagine being Michaela and just, like, chomping down on like a I don't know like a piece piece of chicken alfredo and not knowing that somebody is looking at you like that (laughs) I can't imagine so then the conversation kind of moves into Zach's tendency to leave and how he had left the situation of you know the not sharing the bed and going to his house and Gil says you know I know a lot of women have a tendency to say go But this is a perfect example of why people need to say what you mean and mean what you say. Johnny's like, you know, now that you mentioned, I did hear broken glass, but I thought you guys were just partying or something. And Brett's like, yeah, she, she admits that she did see Michaela throw a wine glass. So we did not see that. So I would be very curious about the unedited uninterrupted version of what actually uh Michaela all the damage that Michaela caused because yikes and then someone says and then there were eight and then they all realize oh shit this is now the second vacation that Zach and Michaela have left or not been able to go to just like the honeymoon it's just us eight isn't that interesting (laughs) so after that um Rachel and Jose go to look at like cows or whatever and Rachel it seems like the fallout has affected everybody all the other couples everybody's freaked out (laughs) so Rachel tells Zach that it's go time right and that she's kind of taking this on of like in her mind Michaela and Zach had one issue And then they were fine for a period of time. And then they had another big blow up. And she's like, oh, God, we had one big blow up. And now we've been fine. How are we going to deal if we get into a huge fight again? Like, I'd be freaked out. And Jose's like, well, there is going to be another blow up. Hopefully we can find a way to figure it out, our issues at that point, which is a pretty mature thing to say. Like, yeah, it's true. You guys will fight again. (laughs) hopefully you guys have um built up enough cachet to figure out how to deal with it in a way that doesn't end up with him like getting the step stool out of the closet and and hitting that deadbolt again you know and then rachel says 
I'm not going to say that we're not ever going to get petty with each other. Pettiness can happen, but we need to watch for being vindictive. And we need to get to a point where we're not, uh, you know, motivated towards being vindictive towards another in in the future. So everybody leaves the house and then they take this sort of side trip to this like Jersey cow farm or whatever. Shockingly, again, Mirla is the most excited to be there. She's like, these city people need to get some poop under their shoes and take in this air because, you know, I'm, I'm with it. It might not look like it, but I do like this. <laughs> I am, I do feel one with nature. You guys believe me? Okay, so <laughs> Brett, Brett and Ryan, they go off to each other or by the, with each other by themselves. And they start talking about moving forward, how they want to make the best of things. And Ryan says, I can't make any excuses for not wanting to have conversations. And I would just like for us to try and have as much fun as we can. And Ryan says in a confessional that this is one of the most relaxed dates that he's had with Brett so far. And he hopes that they can keep it up. Brett actually seems hopeful or shades of hope towards the situation. And I guess we're supposed to believe that things are fine until next week. So (laughs) then the episode ends with Johnny and bow and Johnny's talking to bow about how this weekend she just went for it. She tried everything and it was just nice to see her, appreciate experiences and bow says yeah i've kind of learned the same lesson in this marriage just about not everything being amazing but i'm learning to appreciate the experience and i'm also noticing that when we can just keep things light and we are at shallow conversation polite conversation with each other it's actually pretty nice so they decide to just keep going on that In a confessional, Bao says, you know, this weekend we haven't argued once. Largely because we haven't been interacting, really. But, you know, it's a win-win for the both of us. (laughs) And that's the end of our episode this week. I'm shocked that I only did an hour and 11 on this. Wow. Probably because literally nobody really had anything to talk about except for Michaela and Zach and Brett and Ryan. So thanks. Thank you to the rest of you for... um, you know, being flops or being happy in your relationships, because that really made it a lot easier for me. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're able to give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I would greatly appreciate that. Thank me for speaking. Love you.